Welcome back to the Health Longevity Secret Show, and I'm your host, Dr. Robert Lufkin. Our understanding of aging and longevity is undergoing a revolution that is upending our existing beliefs that aging is simply the inevitable result of wear and tear on our DNA and can't be slowed, much less reversed. James Stroll is the executive director of the Coalition for Radical Life Extension which is the producer of RadFest, the largest global longevity education event of its kind. James is also the co-founder and co-director of People Unlimited, an organization that supports people interested in unlimited lifespans. Co-author of the book, Just Getting Started, 50 Years of Living Forever, James is a visionary anti-death activist and community builder who has spoken and written on radical life extension and physical immortality for over four decades. Thanks again for your support of this video podcast. We appreciate any reviews that you provide, which help us to spread the word of the work that we do. As a thanks for your review, we will send you a copy of one of our most popular guests book, The Path, Mastering the Nine Pillars of Resilience and Success by Dr. Steven Sidoroff. To receive it, just email a screenshot of your review along with your name and U.S. address and include the title, The Path, to mail, M-A-I-L, at robertlufkinmd.com. We're sorry that we can only ship to U.S. addresses at this time. And now, please enjoy this discussion with James Stroll. Hi, Jim. Welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Robert. I appreciate having uh, being on. I hear you got a great show, so I was excited. I'm, yeah, I'm, likewise, I'm so excited to talk to you about health and longevity, as well as the upcoming RadFest uh, conference. Um, but before we do that, maybe let's just take a moment and uh, tell us a little bit about how you came to be so interested in this fascinating area of longevity. Well, well, the short story is, <laughs> not give you that so I don't bore everybody too much, but uh, you know, at a very young age, I felt like something was wrong with death. Uh, it had to do with actually losing my grandmother when I was about 11, and I was very close to her. And that was my first, you know, painful experience, you know, with, with, with death. Uh, you know, up until that time, you're kind of naive, you're, you uh, are a kid and you think you're just going to live forever. You know, you're, you haven't been introduced to death from that, from that place. And so, but I was very close to her. And when she died, it was uh, pretty traumatic for me. And uh, so I asked my mother, I said, well, you know, when do I get to see grandmother again? You know, like, like, you know, where did she go? And of course, I was raised in a Christian home at that time. And my mother said, well, you'll see her when, you know, you die and go to heaven. <laughs> and I said, and that didn't sound too good to me, you know, the idea of me dying and having to see it. And so I said, well, I said, well, you know, why can't we have heaven here on earth? You know, why do we have to die uh, and, and go to heaven? Why can't we create, you know, a heaven here, here on earth and not die? And she thought, oh, that's a very good thought. My mother, I, I was lucky in that context that a mother was pretty progressive in her thinking. And that was kind of what was called at those times a seeker, always looking for new answers in life. And so she said to me, yeah, I says, that's, that's a good thing to pursue. So that was kind of embedded in me at that time. 
And even in school, I wrote, you know, themes about it at an early age. Uh, you know, uh, when I got into, you know, when I was in grade school, all the way up to high school, uh, you know, I would entertain that thought. It kind of put me in a different place, fortunately, at that time, because that was, you know, I was in uh, high school in the 60s, and that was a very tumultuous time, of course, with uh, all the scene going on with, you know, Vietnam and, and also uh, the, um, you know, the drug scene. Uh, and this, this idea, though, uh, kind of put me in kind of a, I'll say, a, a higher level of movement for myself, even though I was also, you know, typical kid, played sports and everything else. I, I got involved even at an early age uh, in a, with a teacher here in Phoenix that was teaching what was called integral yoga. And the master of uh, uh, that, that practice was, his name was Sari Orobendo. And he, uh, his idea, he was kind of like the Abraham Lincoln of India. He wanted to bring together all the yogis to use their, what he called their super consciousness to create a super body that would not die. And, and so he was into immortality. And so that actually, that drew me. And it's interesting, as you probably know, uh, Robert, that when, uh, you know, you have an intention in something, you seem to draw that, you know, to you in your life. And so, uh, you know, I got involved uh, with that uh, practice at an early age. I was about 14. And I would attend those classes and everything. And it was really kind of a, to say the least, a life-saving thing for me uh, because I became a very good student in it. And I actually... Uh, this, the teacher who was actually a, uh, a certified, you know, teacher in that, in this field, uh, and had a religious degree, uh, actually, uh, wrote a letter to the draft board at that time. <laughs> Not that it was a draft dodger, but, <laughs> but he wrote, but he wrote a, he wrote a, uh, he wrote a, um, letter to the draft board and, and, and got me out of the war for, as a divinity student, which that's what I was doing. I was practicing, you know, yoga at that time. And, and integral yoga. And, but, uh, that was such a, uh, amazing experience, uh, for me at that time. And then later on, uh, when in about 1968, I met the partner that I'm working with now, Bernadine Brown and, and another associate that she was working with. And they were speaking about immortality and super longevity at that time. And they were saying it was possible. And there was no real science at that time around it. Uh, but, but there was a, also a very innate feeling in them that something was wrong with death. And that immortality or super longevity was possible. And so they were speaking about that. And, and uh, I, I really was drawn to that, to them. And in 1971, like I said, this is a short story. In 1971, I started working with them uh, uh, and traveling and speaking uh, on super longevity and immortality uh, all, all across the United States. And we got some pretty amazing response at that time. We were on television shows. Uh, uh, we, we eventually got into Larry King's show. Uh, speaking about immortality, uh, I, I, that was pretty pretty exciting at that time. Larry King actually embraced uh, our, our concept completely. He 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 wanted to live. After the show, he took pictures with us and he said, "I hope you guys are right because I want to live forever." So I thought that was pretty phenomenal. Uh, and then there's a whole other background to him that you know he 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 was really interested also in joining Alcor, you know, but uh, that did, that didn't work out at the time. So. So that's what, what that means to do what I'm doing today. Uh, Bernadine and I in 1996 formed this new company called People Unlimited. Uh, and we were, we, it's, it's a, uh, organization that's dedicated to the education and the connection and the inspiration for people to live unlimited lifespans. 
And it, now it's an international community. We're based here in Scottsdale, Arizona, and uh, it's an it's a open uh, membership. And we have quite a few members that are actually very dedicated to uh, to actually uh, pro- propelling this new uh, this new I'll say now very more more well known all the time concept of unlimited lifespans. So uh, yeah, it's been a very exciting journey. I'm so happy today, though. I'm very excited because uh, now back in 1971 when Bernie and I started together. No one's even speaking longevity, much less super longevity. And so now we're so happy because we've met all these, you know, these people now and scientists and doctors and thought leaders that are uh, actually working on, on this. There's already uh, great data. And as you know, uh, I'll say pretty substantiated proof that we're, we're, we are going to make it happen. It's just now a matter of matter of when. And I always say, hey, it's going to happen someday. So so why shouldn't you be a part of it? You know, why why? Why not? Why not actually? Yeah. Why not actually experience that you also can be a part of this great new, uh, I'll say, paradigm, this whole new uh, venture, this and be a pioneer for this new life. And so um, that's what's going on. And and now we're in nineteen. Excuse me. In two thousand fifteen, Bernie and I started reaching out to the whole radical life extension community, the super longevity community, and that's where we met with a lot of doctors and scientists and thought leaders that uh, you know wanted uh, uh, our participation to help create a special event called, and that would actually galvanize the radical life extension community. And so uh, that's what we did. We formed an event called RADFEST, Revolution Against Aging and Death. And in 2016, we had our first event and it was a, it was a huge success. We had over a thousand people at it and it's been growing every year. So that's, that's kind of the, like I say, the, the, the summary, we actually wrote a book on this called uh, uh, Living Forever and Just Getting Started. <laughs> and, uh, and so, uh, which people can, you know, read, get more details that they like. And, but that's the basic, uh, you know, story of how I uh, got involved and, and where we are today. Yeah, I love that, that you are in the space of, of radical life expansion and, and, and really immortality, which is, which is um, kind of one extreme of, you know, some of the academic uh, researchers on longevity are talking about, you know, a five-year or a 10-year increase, but yours is, is kind of the other end of the extreme. And I think there's, there's a place for, for all, all viewpoints in this community. And we, you know, we all want, we all want the same thing ultimately, and we approach it differently. And, and, and I love your book, the, that just getting started, as you said, 50 years of living forever. <laughs> That's such a, a great title. Um, what, what have you seen in the last 50 years in, as far as in this longevity space? What are the most exciting things that have, that have changed between when you, you started this in, in the 1970s to now? What, what, how, how, what's the transition with longevity research and the possibilities that you see now that you didn't see 50 years ago? Yeah, yeah, thank you for asking that because it's been pretty enormous. It's been like a quantum leap even in the last, I'll say, five to six years from the time we started RADFEST. For one thing, a lot of the scientists and doctors that were you know, top of their field that came to RADFEST started collaborating together. And uh, also they got, we were able to get, meet other uh, entrepreneurs, investors at RADFEST, which helped promote what they're doing. I mean, Greg Fahey, for example, Dr. Greg Fahey was able to now, he's the first actual uh, person, uh, individual that's able to have proof of actual age reversal uh, with the thymus. 
uh, gland. And I think it was two and a half years uh, data on this that uh, he was able to actually prove that you can reverse age of the thymus. And of course, that has a lot of other cascading effects, you know, on the body. So that was a pretty enormous thing that he first announced that I think it was in uh, 2019, if I, re- if I remember uh, that data. And then uh, along with that, there's been, uh, oh, wow, uh, just so many great new gene therapies. Uh, Dr. Uh, Bill Andrews with Sierra Scientists uh, working on a, a gene therapy now that can actually relieve from the telomeres and reverse aging. He's got the, he's got all the uh, science on that. Uh, he's got the, for all the formulas, uh, uh, patent and, uh, he's, uh, ready. In fact, he's looking for funding now to actually go into trials with that and, uh, and create, uh, actually create a, a pill in a molecule form that we can actually be able to take. Now, this is, this is really extraordinary. I mean, this is the contrast, like I, like you say, between when, you know, Bernie and I started talking this in 1971, where actually there was no science other than we, what one day, about a couple of years, about 1973 or four, I think it was, when uh, Joshua, Dr. Joshua Ledenberg, uh, a great Nobel Prize winner, uh, was visiting here in, in Phoenix, and he actually made the statement that immortality is possible. But that's the first time we heard any scientists. That was pretty extraordinary uh, back in 1974, uh, you know, actually say that. And uh, of course, we tried to meet him, but at that time, you know, the science, science arena was pretty tight, and we didn't know how to, and we didn't have the internet to reach out with. <laughs> So it's pretty hard to, but so from that time to now, where we have actually have these protocols initiatives on the table, uh, all the senolytic programs, you know, everything from uh, desatinib to, uh, to rapamycin to you name it. I mean, you're working with rapamycin in, in such a great way. And, uh, which is, uh, you know, I commend you on, uh, all these new senolytics, uh, uh, all the new, you know, CRISPR, uh, you, you name it down the line now. That's coming forth. Uh, SINS is working on, uh, amazing things themselves that have been making a lot of progress in it. Actually, you know, the idea with, with, uh, that Dr. Aubrey de Grey has is that you, you like, you're like a classic car, you know, and, and we keep, you know, fixing that car up all the time and repairing the parts. And that's how we'll get to what they call, uh, longevity escape velocity to where we're, to where we're regenerating ourselves faster than we're aging. So that's, the sense concept, you know, so all these, all this prolifera of great, you know, science that's happened just in the, just in the last five years. So exponentially, everything is moving so fast. I'm excited for the next five years. I actually believe that we will have a age reversal therapy available to us and within the next five years. That's my prediction. Yeah, yeah it, it's so, it's such an exciting time now in longevity. I, I agree with you totally that it, it, it's almost as if we're seeing an acceleration of knowledge. Uh, you, you mentioned rapamycin, which is a, a love of mine and an interest of mine. The the protein that it acts on, mTOR, wasn't even discovered until 1996. And then uh, uh, autophagy, the Nobel Prize for that, wasn't even awarded until 2016. And the Yamanaka factors for epigenetic reprogramming. I think the Nobel Prize was uh, early 2000s for that. So it's things are just happening faster and faster and faster. It's such an exciting time to. Yes, it is. It's a great time to live. It's a great, such a great time to live. I mean, interesting enough, in the midst of all the chaos that's going on in the world, uh, in the midst of that, is this is, is this great rising, you might say, out of the ashes of this opportunity for new life, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so, so, uh, so beautiful in one sense, 
it's horrible that we have still war and some of the primitive things that go on that we have to deal with in this world. But we don't hear about the news about all these other great things happening. So, so people can really have, uh, you know, some, I'll say, hope for the human future. Because uh, really, uh, there's always been war. There's always been conflict. I mean, I think now we're hearing it more than ever because we have, you know, media outlets that are, you know, more, uh, uh, more available than ever. You know, the Internet, everything else. So there's always been this, the human struggle that's gone on. And I really think this new era that we're talking about, that super longevity can take us out of that human struggle because we're going to create a value of human life that's never been before. And we'll think twice about destroying ourselves and one another. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you think you think longevity is about abundance and uh, abundance or, or the lack of abundance is what drives conflict and that's war right. in many times. And by creating abundance through longevity and other means, we we hopefully will decrease decrease war and other things as well. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, I, I think, I think really it's, I hate to say it at one level, but it's the only way because I, I think it's the death struggle, the death program that goes on in the body that keeps us destroying each other. In fact, there's a recent study. I don't know if you've heard about it at university of Arizona. Uh, it's called the, uh, Terra, uh, Terra, um, uh, fear of, fear of death, uh, death terror syndrome, uh, that uh, the study was done that, the terror of death is so strong in our bodies that we uh, are it, it creates a psychosis, it creates anxiety, it creates uh, a disease, uh, and it creates a constant struggle within ourselves. Uh, the conflict within ourselves is so enormous that we don't even realize it sometimes from a conscious level. Uh, but ending aging, so these guys, it's, it's a really beautiful study. Uh, actually, Dr. Aubrey de Grey sent that to me about a year ago, uh, and uh, I think it's pretty, it says a lot about uh, the death program. Because uh, that's how I consider what, what death is. It's really like a program uh, in our bodies that death, you know, people, most people are programmed that death is inevitable because they, that's all they've seen. Uh, but but you know, as you know, and we all know, okay, just because something, you know, has not been achieved yet does not mean it can't be achieved. I mean, we, we can look at everything from going into space to cell phones, to you name it, all the great technological advancements, flying. We always thought as human beings, oh, that's impossible, you know, right? Until we see it happen. So, so immortality, super longevity, or I mean, even if a person just wants to extend their life, like you said earlier, whatever that choice is, there needs to be the opportunity for that. Okay. Even if you want to extend your life just 50 years, everybody should have the right to live as long as they want to live. Yeah, ab ab absolutely. One of the, one of the great debates in longevity, I, I guess, is, is, um, uh, as a philosophical view of, of why we age. And, and I wanted to get your view on this. Do you think aging is just the, the inevitable result of accumulated wear and tear in our bodies, like, uh, you know, DNA mutations, et cetera, or alternatively, do you feel that aging is a program that can be modified and, uh, and changed? Well, like you said, there's a lot of different views on that. Um, I think there is a, a, a mental program there, if nothing else. Uh, uh, I think we know that for sure because uh, most people, like you say, when, when they even hear the idea of super longevity, uh, they, you know, reject it because they've been taught different. And they'll even say that, you know, oh, no, versus, I've had people actually say to me, and these were healthy people and vibrant people, and, and they would say, oh, no, we're, we're supposed to die. We're, we're you know, that's, that's like, like it's a law, you know. 
from wherever it comes from, or from God or from the heavens or wherever, or, or, or evolution. And, and so I understand that. Uh, uh, but, but we have to understand too, at the same time, uh, we're human, as human beings, we get very, very ca- caught up in our, in our habits, you know, and, and these habits get very ingrained. And then we begin to, we begin to believe many times in our own bad habits. You know, build, sometimes we build religions around them. So, so, you know, we have to be more, uh, I'll say it, it pays for us to be more, uh, pliable, more flexible in, in that way. And then, and understand that, uh, really, uh, no matter what we've seen around aging and death, okay, uh, not only is it beatable, but it, but it's going to happen. And because, because it's the next new, uh, I'll say, phenomenal frontier that we are faced with. We can't keep taking, dealing with these limited lifespans and really prosper as human beings. We can't take death into space. You know, we, we, we need, we need to end this conflict in, in our, in our own bodies. And I feel the vitalness of this. And this is why to help be a part of it. And I'm really, I'm really thrilled and honored to be a part of this whole arena because I'm not a scientist. I'm not, I'm not a doctor. I'm a, I'm a galvanizer of, of uh, people. I'm uh, uh, Greg uh, Fahey called me the Billy Graham of radical life extension. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought, oh, okay. Well, I'll own that. I'll own that because you know I am evangelistic about this cause. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, inspired by it. I've always been, and uh, I. So everybody needs to be play the role that they that they play. Uh, that to help get this done. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. What you say about our belief system too that there are there are many pernicious beliefs that we have about longevity in our society that you know that that old people are frail that old people yeah. don't remember things, yes. which people are conflating chronic disease and with longevity, and they're not necessarily the same. That's right. Certainly longevity is a risk factor, the greatest risk factor for chronic disease, but aging in itself doesn't mean that you have to get those diseases necessarily. That's right. You know, I'm a radiologist by training, so I I see that in our x-ray reports that, that we dictate things that say normal for age. You know, yeah. what does that mean? Well, yeah. there's a lot of brain atrophy. There's all this stuff. And that's not really true. That's not yeah. normal for age necessarily. Right. And, and those beliefs can really, really affect things. You've, it's, kind you've, of, it's kind of putting an unfair label on, it, on aging, right? On older people. Because then people buy into that. They think, oh, you know, you hear it all the time. Well, I'm 70 or maybe. So this is just comes along with the turf, you know. Uh, I'm going to get this. I'm going to get that. But but the reality is, it doesn't have to be that way, and we know that for sure. Exactly. Just basic longevity protocols you can do now. Just basic health. We're not talking about radical life extension protocols. Just the just what's out there now available for everyone to to do that are just basic great wellness pro- protocols uh, that can keep your health into. I mean, I'm I've been here now uh, on the planet. I say I don't I don't say old. <laughs> part of the new mindset i say i've been here you know for going on 74 years yeah. i like it wow and so, yeah and, and so uh, i'm better than ever you know in that context i'm i'm very thankful that i've been privy to all these new you know concepts to do and of course i took care of myself 
back, you know, back even in the seventies when I, or even earlier than that, uh, because I knew I, I had a feeling that you needed to do that, of course, to get where I wanted to get. Uh, did I always do the perfect thing? No, I had, I had, I had plenty, uh, maybe sometimes a little bit too much partying, but hey, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I'm grateful today for what's available just to, just to have that great basic wellness and, and yeah. all these, all these fantastic longevity doctors that are, that are working to get the best of health at this time. Yeah, well, I want to come back to your personal lifestyle choices in a little bit. But before before we go there, you, as you've as you've uh, mentioned, you've you've had a, a long history in in longevity, and you've you've created a number of of great institutions, uh, like the co-founder and co-director of People Unlimited, executive director of Coalition for Radical Life Extension. How are those different? And um, if people want to get involved in the longevity space, which one should they join? Should they join both of them? Or what are the different roles that they have um, that, that people could, could uh, work with? Yeah, thank you for asking that. I, I think, uh, uh, well, to be honest, it would benefit them to, have, to join both because People Unlimited, all right, is a, a very focused and uh, very, I'll say, uh, concentrated uh, experience of super longevity. And we have a very, uh, I'll say, dedicated group of people uh, here in Scottsdale and throughout the world that are very, very uh, involved and engaged. You might call them activists in super longevity. So we meet twice a week right here in Scottsdale. We have a center here. We were meeting virtually, but now we're back in person again. Okay. Uh, and we also stream in members that come in from other parts of the country or, or world. And, and, but we're really focused. It's kind of like a human trial set up, you know, because we, we try different therapies together and, and we test them. We have a lot of speakers, uh, uh, everyone from, you know, Bill Andrews to Liz Parrish to Bill Falloon, you name it, come, come through. They were coming in person until the, uh, uh, COVID, until COVID-19. Uh, but now, now things are starting to open up and, and we'll do more in person, you know, uh, guests have them come in. Uh, cause it's a great place to be. They like to come to Arizona. They like to come here and speak to these people because they're very excited, energetic people about the, about the cause. So that's the benefits of people unlimited, you know, cause you really have a network then that's very close and it's, uh, uh, really very consistent. Okay. Uh, but, you know, Radfest and, and the Coalition for Radical Life Extension is just great in itself too because the network is uh, very large, all right? We also uh, have about 8,000 members now already and growing, and and then a lot of other uh, connections to uh, wellness doctors, uh, uh, also entrepreneurs and so forth that are very interested in seeing you know the coalition prosper and, and benefit. And so there's a lot of connections that people are able to draw from uh, you know, for their health and for support to do, uh, what they want to accomplish, what they want to accomplish. Uh, and, and it's a very exciting, uh, event, Radfest itself to come to and have over a thousand people who think like you do <laughs> in the room. And, and, and then, and then, you know, what happens in that energetically is pretty amazing. So, so the only downside, like I say, of, uh, Radfest is there, uh, the community is not as, I'll say tight. It's not as, uh, consistent. And, and the movement yet. All right. Uh, but, but it really pays. They're both two different organizations. So I would say, yeah, if you can join both of them, you're, you're, you, you would, you strongly benefit. I'm, I'm so excited. I, I don't want to choose. You're going to, I don't want you to choose is a good start. 
<laughs> well, I'm so excited about RadFest this year. This is the first time in many months that it will be live and it's going to be in yes. San Diego in October. And uh, I'm actually going to be speaking in the program, uh, but I'm most excited about hearing, getting to meet all the people there and hearing the the other speakers that are, that are going to be there. You mentioned a, a couple of them earlier. Certainly uh, Liz Parrish has been a speaker on our program talking about... Uh, a gene therapy for longevity. Um, and I, I saw Aubrey de Grey's name uh, there. Yeah. yeah from the- Dr. Andrews, Dr. Greg Fahey, uh, many, many, many others now. New, uh, also, we have about uh, almost a half of them are, uh, I'll say, mainstay uh, doctors or scientists that have are really, I'll say, focused on age reversal that have you know, start in the beginning with us and they're always, they're always progressing. Like Dr. Bill Andrews, for example, will have some new announcements to make in, in his progress. Same with Liz Parrish. I just talked to her the other day and did an interview with her. She's got some exciting new uh, work that she's been doing in gene therapies uh, that I think are, are, will be, will really astound people. Uh, and, and then there's uh, we have a, uh, a entrepreneur uh, that's uh, from, uh, well, actually, he's based in um, uh, Australia right now, and he's uh, working on a special uh, blood test, a very simple blood test uh, that anyone can take. It'll be inexpensive to, to detect cancer in the body, any cancer, and it can actually detect exactly where that cancer is at. So that's going to wow. be the next. Yeah, he'll be, he's already beginning to launch that in Australia, and he'll be launching that here in the United States soon, and he'll be, he'll be launching it at Radfest. Oh, great. And that's so blood, that blood test right there at Radfest. Wow. Wow. That's, that's great. And you do have a, um, a, a large technical exhibit area too with vendors. And also if people want to see uh, things like this blood test and other things that are available exactly. in the longevity space, that will be there also, correct? Yeah. Is that, we call it the marketplace of the future. <laughs> it's it's got a, uh, we're very careful about who we actually let, you know, display there. Because we want, you know, we don't uh, we just want people just selling anything with some type of uh, loose promise. Uh, we've uh, evaluated uh, all the all the exhibitors very strongly, and uh, it's it's people will be very impressed at what is available and uh, life changing protocols and and supplements that people can utilize to actually advance their advance their health and and possibly even slow aging. Yeah, yeah. Now. Um, do you also do online uh, programs with uh, the Coalition for Radical Life Extension as well? Yes, we do webinars uh, uh, every maybe three to four months, special webinars with special guests and special topics. The last one was actually a, a topic on citizen scientists. And we brought in some citizen scientists working on uh, everything from uh, pet longevity uh, to uh, other, you know, uh, their, uh, you know, enhancements that they're working on. And it, it was a big success because, uh, you know, the reality is, is that uh, there's always been citizen scientists around and they, they people don't recognize that they've, they've actually contributed to the field a lot. Uh, and especially, you know, my definition of a good citizen scientist is when they also collect the data, right? They're not just, they're not just going by symptoms and <laughs> they're actually collecting the data and somebody's doing a really good job and then they, they're able to aid a lot of times what's going on uh, with some of the scientists that are actually uh, working in that field. So, uh, so they've helped advance this, this cause a lot themselves. Uh, Brian Delaney is a citizen scientist who you've met recently. 
and uh, he's now working on uh, actually a pretty big study on exosomes. And uh, so we're going to get some good data from that pretty soon. So, yeah, you know, it's one thing to it's one thing to say, hey, these exosomes are great. It's another thing to actually get the data and see how they're working, right? Same thing yeah. with rapamycin. That's why you're doing rapamycin, and I commend you for that because I think it's such a great uh, protocol. But we need to know the data. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm a huge fan of citizen of citizen scientists, and it's almost some of the best ideas come from people who aren't necessarily in the academic space who may get a fresh look looking yes. at it but but wherever you are in the space whether you're in a, you know an ac- academic university or or a citizen scientist doing work yourself the interesting thing about longevity research that, that I've noticed uh, is that everyone shares a passion about it that you don't really see necessarily in breast cancer research or or ankle research or other research and Somebody made the observation that, well, the one thing about longevity research is that everybody in the field is going to get that disease and die of it eventually. So everyone who's working on it has a personal self-interest in it that you might not have with breast cancer or something else. Very good point. Very good. (laughs) Yeah. And and along with that, it's such a lofty goal that I think it also kind of raises the the purpose within a person. And have any any big purpose you know i think that's one reason people deteriorate and die they don't have much yeah. of a purpose in life but, but I, everyone i've met in this field including you uh are amazing people with a great sense of uh optimism and 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 really uh a great sense of humanity and i think i think it's uh you're a special breed uh and it's exciting uh everyone i mean I can say across the board, uh, that's why RadFest was so powerful. People walk in there and they go, gosh, everybody's so so warm. They're not fighting. They're not arguing. Who has the best protocol? They're like all working together. And, and you know, yeah, there were some good debates. That's great. But they weren't at each other's throat. And, 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 and it was an amazing experience because you have these people who really all want this. Like you said, they're all going to get, they all get this same disease and we all have to cure it together. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a win-win. We're all working yeah. for the for the same thing. Right. Well, I I always enjoy this part of the show when I I, I get to invite our guests. Uh, yourself as a as an expert in in longevity, you've been in the field for fifty years. You're you're aware of the the latest things that are happening over that. I I'd be curious if you don't mind uh, sharing with us. What personal choices you've made in your lifestyle with with diet or supplements or exercise or or pharmaceuticals even that uh, that you you think bring value as far as longevity and anti aging? You certainly don't look your age. <laughs> you probably could get carded getting going into a bar. I don't, I don't have my age either, so <laughs> that's even more important. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Well, you know, I've always uh, worked to have a good uh, base, and I think that you know, as uh, Rick Kurzweil said, there's three stages. You know, there's the there's the there's the foundational health, okay. Then there's the you know longevity arena. And then there's like moving into the as he puts it, the cloud. You know where we actually achieve immortality. And and so, but you have to have that base. Too often people think, well, I'm not going to take care of myself, you know, because this is this new protocol is coming, and I'll just take a pill and it'll solve everything. Well, we have seen that that really doesn't work. 
very well. Okay. If you're in some type of, uh, you know, unhealthy critical state or just even basically unhealthy, the protocol doesn't work as good. And sometimes you aren't, sometimes they won't even let you into the study or, or, or let you have the, uh, like Greg Vahey has qualifications and so will Bill of health because they're, you know, they don't, they don't want to risk, you know, creating a, uh, a conflict with an already weak body. So, so we have to keep our, but, but again, you enjoy life better when you're healthy, right? So, so just to do the basic protocols and, and as time has passed on for me, I've learned more and more good ones. I mean, I've always been a, I've been a, a, a fan of, of cleanses because I think the body needs to clean that cleanse out, uh, all the time. In fact, I was talking to a, a scientist yesterday who's a regenerative scientist who was telling me that he actually thinks that's a key, one of the key things for super longevity is, uh, getting rid of the, uh, deterioration that's there in the body, the zombie cells. And of course, that's what Synthetics is about too, you know, using those, uh, and, uh, you know, ridding ourselves faster of the waste than we, so that we're uh, ridding ourselves, shedding the waste faster than we than we have uh, than we're collecting it, and then that gives the body an opportunity to constantly regenerate itself more and more all the time. So that's one of his, you know, there's, he's going to talk more about a rat fest, and and there's a lot of details in it that I won't even uh, attempt to go into, but it's pretty profound. His talk will be mm. uh, so. Uh, but so I've always done that cleanses running down the line, uh, trying to uh, eat as good as I could eat. Uh, now, basically at this point, things change. Of course, um, I'm, I'm more or less, uh, uh, on, on a superfood diet, <laughs> you might say, uh, along with, uh, 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 kind of a, uh, I'll say it's, it's a modified, um, uh, paleo program devised by Dr. Michael Rose, who's, who, uh, believes in the evolutionary sense that if we'll uh, eat, you know, like our ancestors, we'll, we'll hit what's called an immortality plateau, okay? And and then from there, that will that we maintain our health there. And then as the advancements come, we'll, we'll be not only available to them, but we'll, we'll benefit from them so much more. So uh, that basically involves a, a paleo diet, uh, but it also involves, uh, you know, leaving out, some of the every grain, for example, uh, maybe a little rice, uh, but a lot of uh, vegetables. Uh, if you're vegetarian, you can actually do a, a more of a paleo vegetarian program uh, on paleo. Uh, but I, I eat a little meat, very light meat, uh, and so I've been able to maintain, you know, a, a good strength. And that's a key thing. You want to get you want to get stronger every day, even if it's a fraction. So I do things along with that. Uh, I do a number of things. Uh, I probably do, I probably have a 30 protocol list, right? And I do at least five or six of them every day from, I don't know if you ever heard about this, the spinning thing where you spin 21 times to the left and spinning to spin one, 21 times to the right. Okay. That's a great thing for balance. Okay. For anybody, but especially as you mature, it, it helps gut, you know, the cerebral cortex, uh, gets, uh, you know, as kids, we used to do that. Spin, spin, spin until you fall on the ground. Now, if you tried spinning, uh, I would, I would, I would guarantee you, if you've ever done it, probably two or three spins one way or other way, you'd be pretty dizzy, okay? But you build yourself up gradually to 21 both ways. And it's amazing for the balance. Since I've been doing that, uh, I, I've tested myself. I, ha- I go to a, uh, an osteo-strong gym here in town, which helps build uh, the uh, bone density and, and strength. And when they test my balance, you know, I'm off the charts. And I think that's the major reason from that spinning. You know that I do every day. 
So I do a lot of protocols like that from breathing exercises. Uh, William, Hunt, William, uh, uh, his name is uh, the, the uh, Ice Man, you know, uh, who does the breathing, you know, in cold water. So I do cold dips out here in my pool, red, uh, infrared sauna, um, uh, stretching, uh, interval training, things like that, some resistant training. Uh, also, like I mentioned, this Oscar Strong program. So those are the, the base of my wellness, uh, along with the good eating fundamental, fundamental. There's just, like I said, there's a list that I do, but I can't go over them all right now. But that's the, ba- that's, that's the main ones. And then, uh, as far as, uh, any of the age reversal protocols now that I'm engaged in, I want to do rapam- rapamycin, which I plan to start soon, but I'm, I'm watching you and see how you do. <laughs> <laughs> and others, another double I'm checking that out. Um, I want to, uh, I do, uh, uh low dose naltrexone. I think that's been pr- pretty amazing, uh, uh, for me and a, a level of inflammation. I get out inflammation out of the body. Uh, I really love that. I think it's been great. A lot of my other colleagues and friends who do it have had some amazing results. Uh, you know, arthritis fundamentally going away, et cetera. Uh, you know, joint pain. Um, I do, uh, exosomes. I've done full body exosomes. Twice, uh, some of the top best quality exosomes that's that's available. Um, uh, I've done NAD. Uh, I do NAD uh, periodically. Uh, I haven't done the injections. I mostly do the oral, but I think the injections are great too, especially if you want to, you know, boost yourself quickly, uh, eliminate mind fog. It's great for so many so many uh, people who have mind fog, uh, maybe addictions and so forth. It really helps clear the mind, um, and so. I do a lot, uh, quite a uh, regimen of supplements, uh, everything from superfood supplements to uh, Life Extension has a product called Cinelaic Act- Activator. Okay, it's been, uh, uh, I've been very successful in taking that. In fact, I had a knee injury uh, about 12 years ago and my knee was really uh, sore and bad from it uh, for up until about a year ago when I started taking the activator, Cinelaic Activator. And that, that joint pain went, uh, went fundamentally almost all the way. I mean, I didn't have any, and my energy left it from that. It's pretty remarkable, uh, response I had to it. Um, then I take all the basic supplements and vitamins, you know, uh, you know, the key one, uh, vitamin D, uh, the C, um, the, uh, uh, astaphen, uh, it's called, uh, I'm sorry, um, I get the name of the, all these right, uh, astaxanthin. Um, and many others on that level, uh, that doctor, I, I followed a lot what Dr. Uh, Kaufman in her Kaufman protocol book recommends. Are you familiar with that? She's yeah, she's been on the program. Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's great. done a great, she's done a great job of analyzing these, uh, uh, supplements and, and is what works, what doesn't. Uh, it's, just, it's a remarkable book and we're really grateful. She, she's another one that, uh, made such a great contribution to Radfest and we'll be here this next year with a new book. Great. So, so that's pretty much the summary. I mean, uh, I could go on because I have quite a, <laughs> actually, but you know what? People can say, Oh, that's a lot you do, or that's too much. You know, how do you do too much for your health? You know, right. I mean, look, I, I don't just take things randomly either. I should say you have to be safe about it. Okay. I get blood tests. I do what my doctor recommends. I try not to do anything that, you know, has a reaction there. And I haven't had any problems along those lines, but. Wow. It's it when you really want to live and you want to be healthy, it's exciting to do things for your health. We have to change our mindset around that. Oh, I don't want to take that much. I don't want to exercise. I don't want to, you know, how much time do we spend destroying our bodies? 
And then, then the question is, how much time do we want to spend building our bodies and making ourselves healthier? Because health, as you know, and everyone knows consciously, is the greatest gift we can have. Yeah, and absolutely. It's our, it's our human right to have it. Yes, ab- absolutely. I, several of our guests have mentioned fasting. And I, I do oh, you do any fasting yeah. protocol? Yes, I'm sorry. Fasting. I, yeah, I just going down, you know, yeah, fasting is, uh, I think, is, is enormous. Um, uh, so I, I fast probably three times a week, uh, you know, 16 to 17 hours. And um, so that works real good for me. I'm 190 pounds, six foot, six foot four. So I'm probably ideal for my weight. Mm, mm. For my oh. Excellent. Well, wh- whatever you're doing, you're doing it right. It looks like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Well, thank Thanks so much for being on the program. Before we um, before we step away, maybe you could just take a moment and tell our listeners uh, how they can reach you on social media and the websites. We're going to put them in the show notes, but some of our people are listening on a podcast or riding their bikes or something. So if you wouldn't mind just uh, telling them, uh, they can get to it that way as well. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, the best way to reach me personally, uh, you can reach me at my uh, actually my personal email is jrstro at gmail.com. I'm happy to hear from you. Uh, you know, like all of us, we're busy, but as I answer you right away, I will get to you. I have a team that will respond to you too. And, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I'd love to hear your comments and questions and interact. Uh, also, you can uh, call our, uh, we have a team that works in our People Unlimited office and the Coalition office. So you can go to uh, rlecoalition.com and uh, you can go to uh, our website there uh, for the coalition and it shows all the contact information. It shows uh, information that you can, uh, you know, go to our website for RADFEST actually, uh, which is uh, uh, www.radfest, that's R-A-A-D-F-E-S-T, F-E-S-T, dot com. And there you can uh, see what the event is all about. October 6th through 9th is when the next RADFEST will be live in San Diego. <laughs> I want to invite. I, I want to invite you. I, you can't really afford not to be there because this is about your life, and we're building a, We're building momentum. Numbers matter. We want to build a huge form of people that you know really draws attention to this great work, and we start giving our efforts to to building this world instead of uh, and ourselves instead of destroying it. And we can do that by all of us working together. So go to that site, and uh, you can you know join there. You can uh, met, register there for Radfest. And we're always happy to hear from you. There's numbers on both those sites. You can reach the office, ask any questions. We're very available to people on that level because that's what we're about. Great. Well, thanks so much for spending an hour with us today, Jim, and hearing about the great work you're doing. And I'm personally so excited to uh, see everyone in October at RadFest in San Diego. And and thanks again for everything. Well, we're excited. Thank you, Robert. We're excited to uh, see you in San Diego. And and, uh, thank you so much for having me on your show. No, this is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking of it because of something you have seen here. If you find this to be of value of you, please hit that like button and subscribe to support the work we do on this channel. Also, we take your suggestions and advice very seriously. Please let us know what you'd like to see on this channel. Thanks for watching and we'll hope to see you next time.